Zach Woolchuk is from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. And I, before we get into the actual game, I, I have to get into what Jerry Jones said today on your station, where he was, of course, asked about what happened. Well, listen, everything he says on your station is always newsworthy. That's why he does what he does. He talks after games. He talks the next day. It's, I mean, it's great content. I'm sure you love it. We all love to hear it. But he was asked about, you know, Mike McCarthy's status as a head coach. If, if they don't win, they have a wild card loss to Tampa. And he says he doesn't want to think about it. That's not it. I don't need to get into pluses or minuses. Like, he kind of dodged the question, but essentially at the same time still said it. his status is not going to change. Do you believe Jerry Jones at all when he essentially hints, at least, that Mike McCarthy is his head coach moving forward? I kind of believe Jerry. I don't know. I, I, Jerry's a, Jerry's interesting. I mean, Jerry tried to pretend he was all mad. He's going to make a bunch of changes last year after the 49ers game. And then did he make any changes? No, not, not really. So I, I do believe Jerry. I don't think Mike McCarthy is going anywhere because he has now gotten this team to the playoffs in back-to-back years, which they hadn't done in 15 years. They've now won 12 regular season games for the first time since the dynasty of the 90s. So while ultimately it is going to come down to postseason success, Mike McCarthy's kind of laying a foundation here of winning that this team has not really seen. And, and I think that people in Dallas are maybe starting to look through a different lens where you know you used to think of the Cowboys as Super Bowls. Well, this team hasn't reached a conference championship game in 27 years. The only other franchises to do that are Washington and Detroit. I think we need to start. The standard is now a little bit different with the Dallas Cowboys. And, and Jerry now, I think, might be satisfied with what Mike McCarthy's doing because they're relevant and he's making money. That's sad. Zach, when people <laughs> ask me as a Cowboy fan why I wouldn't take Dallas minus two and a half under the key number of three. My number, well, I have two things that really make me feel like I'm worried, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. One, Micah Parsons hasn't looked himself. The The pass rush hasn't been the same as it was the first nine, ten weeks. But more so, Tom Brady passing the ball 45 times against a battered secondary seems like trouble to me. What do you think yeah. there? Is that is that going to change in the next five days? What can we expect? No, I'm 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 nervous. I'd probably take the Bucks to cover in this one as well. And I hate to say it. I, I really, really do. But here's here's something. The Cowboys one and four on grass this year. Micah Parsons has one and a half sacks in five games on grass. Demarcus Lawrence has one sack. The Cowboys pass rush for whatever reason has just not been good. And if you can't get after Tom Brady and the left cornerback position for the Cowboys has been atrocious. They've given up 21 pass plays of 21 yards or of 20 yards or more over the final five weeks of the season. He is going to just pick on whatever corner is not named Trayvon Diggs in this game. And it terrifies me. And it's going to terrify every Cowboys fan that it's going to be like the previous matchups the Cowboys have seen against Tom Brady so you're going to need a, an, an outstanding performance from Dak Prescott and after what we saw against Washington I think we got to be nervous about that. Zach uh, you know we talked about Mike McCarthy what about Dan Quinn though he's done a remarkable job as the defensive coordinator I don't know if he's a head coach especially you see all these young guys getting jobs they're all offensive minded head coaches obviously Dan Quinn a defensive guy but he's definitely going to get some looks again this offseason. Do you think he's gone, um, especially with a playoff loss, if they don't get the job done? you think Dan Quinn's a head coach somewhere next year? Yeah, I think Dan Quinn, if he had gotten that job in Denver, which we expected yeah. him to, he would have done a 
the job last year. And, and I think the only reason he didn't was, for whatever reason, the Broncos thought they could get Aaron Rodgers, and they hired Nathaniel Hackett to try and make that happen. If Dan Quinn gets one of these offers, which I think that he will, I, I think he is gone, and the Cowboys probably then promote George Edwards uh, in-house, who is one of their consultants along the defensive side of the football, who has a great relationship with Dan Quinn and came over from Minnesota, but it would be a huge loss. I mean, Dan Quinn has been absolutely fantastic, but I think if the Cowboys lose this game, the more likely guy who ends up kind of falling on the sword is Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore is the guy who ends up getting fired. And I think any team that ends up hiring Kellen Moore as head coaching candidate is a fool and a schmuck. I, I, I cannot stand Kellen Moore. <laughs> oh my God! So, tell, wow. tell, can you elaborate further? Yeah, is it please. Just the... Is it because of the quarterback draw play last year with no timeouts? Yeah. In the playoffs? Oh my gosh! Well, okay, well that might have been a Mike McCarthy special. I don't know. Mike McCarthy should have known better. Kellen Moore is like we had Mike Lombardi on our show a couple weeks ago, and he used an analogy that I fell in love with for Kellen Moore. He's like a kid playing Madden downstairs, and he's calling Madden plays in his basement. That's his play calling strategy. Kellen Moore will kind of pick plays that he likes. He did this. In the Jacksonville game, they, they called a fourth down and one play against the Cowboys. Where it's like they were going to it with Lawrence. They pitched it out with ETN. Following week, what did the Cowboys do? On a fourth and one, they used the exact same play with Ezekiel Elliott. So this is what Kellen Moore does. He is a play stealer, which is fine. Other coordinators in the NFL do this. But if you watch the Cowboys week to week on their all 22, there's no scheme. There's no foundation. There's no consistency. Kellen Moore does not have a game plan of what he's doing as an offensive coordinator. He doesn't have a rhythm. He's literally throwing darts on the board and saying, let's try this. Let's try that. And if it doesn't work, you are totally blitz. <laughs> Talking to Zach Wolchuk, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Uh, Dak Prescott is always a polarizing topic. He's thrown a lot of picks this year. Some of them have been his fault. Some of them have not been his fault. But as we know, in the end, it all falls on the quarterback, especially when you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. What is the confidence level in Dak right now in Dallas? Oh, the confidence level in Dak and, uh, for Dak and Dallas is horrible. I, I, I think Cowboy fans are... Uh, Gosh, I am a Dak defender. I'm, I'm sitting there taking grenades for Dak Prescott hosting the postgame show every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness gracious. It's, uh, and maybe this just comes with the territory of being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. But it's not it, – there's, there's zero confidence for Dak Prescott right now. I, for Dak Prescott right now. It's not very high. Zero? Have, yeah, it's not – I mean, I'd say, like, if you were to take a poll, do you believe that Dak is going to be able to win you the game on Sunday – I think it'd be a 60-40 at best. It's not very, very high, guys. People are not believers in Dak because of the interceptions, 15 right now since he's returned to the lineup, uh, and you've got one in seven straight games. It is a trend. Personally, I think Dak has played very, very well, and not all those interceptions are on him, but the Washington game was just disastrous, and I just don't think that people believe in him being able to outduel a Tom Brady. I, I think Dak fans just don't believe that Dak, uh, Cowboy fans just don't believe that Dak is the guy. They're not a fan of Dak. So what does that mean? Does it mean anything moving forward? Is that just him digging out of a hole? I feel like Dak, when he plays like himself, is a take out Tom Brady, take out Aaron Rodgers because those guys are old. And I sure. think he's like a top six top seven quarterback. I think him and Jalen Hurts are kind of right there because Jalen Hurts has only done it well one year. I, I, I'm with you. And, and I think that Sane fans agree with you. 
Uh, I think Cowboy fans now are just, I, I don't know what it is. I feel like Dak could almost win the Super Bowl. And they will say, well, the defense got him there. Or Tony Pollard is the reason why they won that game. It wasn't Dak Prescott. It's almost anything but Dak. It's not it, – it, it, it's easy how it's always Dak's fault in Dallas, no matter what happens. I mean, somehow Noah Brown coughs up a ball that ends up getting intercepted and returned for a touchdown. But, no, that is Dak Prescott's fault. You know, you can have a left tackle, have a false start. That is Dak Prescott's fault. It is pretty unbelievable, uh, the thought process. But I'm with you. When Dak is on, Dak can play like a top-five quarterback in the NFL. He has bailed this team out on third and long on numerous occasions, which is a direct reflection on Kellen Moore on the offensive play calling, by the way. But Dak has been money on third and long. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and that, that's what makes the Washington game such a concern uh, to me because I, I just I haven't seen him play that poorly. It was one of the worst three games he's played in the entirety of his career. That game, Denver last year, and week one against Tampa Bay, which has me a little nervous. If they have Vita Vea in this game, yeah. Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks in the middle of that defensive line against the Cowboys offensive line that's hurt right now, and we're hoping Tyler Biotish plays, if Dak gets pressure in his face up the middle, like that struggles for that's a struggle for all quarterbacks. I'm just nervous that you, you see one of these games where Dak gets rattled early and and things just start to snowball for him. What do you think the percent is uh, that Tyler does play in this game? That's actually what I was going to ask you because if he plays, I actually like Dallas. If he doesn't go, I like yeah. Tampa Bay that much more. No, I think that's trending upwards. I think right now I'd give it about an 80%. I think what I'm hearing is is Tyler's moving around pretty good, and, and they're hopeful that he's good to go on Monday night. Oh, we only got about like 45 seconds. Who do you like coming out of the NFC if it isn't Dallas? Is it San Francisco, or do you got somebody else? Because obviously it's too tough to pick the AFC right now. It's San Francisco. Okay. I think San Francisco is definitely the best team in the NFC, even with Brock Purdy. They're just dominant at the line of scrimmage. Thanks, I, man. Appreciate it. I got to be honest with you, Zach. Uh, you're making me more and more. I'm, I might have to bet the money line with uh, for Tampa now. Not yeah, even just take. I took about? Tampa plus three. I might be going Tampa money line at this game. Thank J- Zach. I appreciate it, man. Because now I'm going all in on Tampa. Know what's up. The real ones know <laughs> what's up. Uh, Zach Wolchuk, 105.3, the fan in Dallas. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I am all in now on Tampa, as I think all of us may be. Trista, you're. I've already Cowboy, been saying it. Cowboys Nation, not not happy. No, Cowboy Nation. No, Cowboy right. Nation. Let's Listen, kick him out. I will say this: We'll take Dak in Washington if you don't want him. That'd be a nice I upgrade. I want him. I'm, I want him. <laughs> oh, believe me, I want him. Yeah, I, I take mean, him in Washington too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not like well, it's yeah. not going out on a limb. Although I don't know, Sam Howell. Hey, I'm telling you, hey. I'm a big Sam Howell fan. I know you are. I call him Sam Howell at the moon. I'd probably be more of a fan of his if. He wasn't Washington's quarterback because I wouldn't sit there and go watch this movie before. He's two so. inches taller. I think he'd be an all-pro quarterback. Okay, now we're just now there, there's probably a little more time than this. So, all right, Patrick Everson.